Logan Thomas make them prove they can stop him. Here is a snap to McKissick. And he takes it down to the 10. And Scott Turner is showing off all the gadget plays, a gain of six. Well, this was pretty interesting. You see McKissick there, number 41. And <laughs> everybody was standing up and Hey, what's going on, everyone? This is Adam and Eddie here with the Five Wide Podcast. Today is Thursday, December 3rd. This is episode six. Um, let's see, last show, it was just before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. So how was your Thanksgiving? It was good, man. It was it was weird, very weird. But um, <laughs> it was it was the first Thanksgiving where it was just me and my wife um, at the apartment. Yeah. Honestly, I like knocked out for a good portion of it. I was just Did like you? slumped on the couch <laughs> while my wife was cooking up a storm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was just the two of us. She uh, she made some really good food. Uh, mm-hmm. It's the first time she like threw down for Thanksgiving too. Oh wow. She did a good job. And um, since it's only the two of us, like we've still been eating leftovers. Like I think we just finished them up yesterday. How about you? Oh wow. Um, it was chill. So like I said, normally we have in-laws that come over um, from out of town, things like that. But this week or this year, no, because yeah. you know of, of COVID. So um, that didn't happen. But it was it was super chill. I kind of enjoyed it. Um, not having to worry about entertaining people yeah um it was still loud like with the kids and the animals and all that stuff so <laughs> and then everybody wants to talk during the football games and, yeah. and things of and that nature like stop that yeah and i'm just like ah um but no i mean it was good man it was good to just be off for four days because yeah. yeah i was off thanksgiving and then i took off black friday um so that was cool yeah that was, cool. that was i feel like that was a really big thing like those those few moments or those few days where you really get to just kind of like drop work and just just yeah. like not have something on the back of your mind like that's that's huge especially this year yeah man um and so it's funny because so last year um was my first year at our company right mm-hmm. and there was an issue i want to say it was the day after thanksgiving which i had to go in to take care of and so our family was all dressed, ready to go. We were going to go out. And then I was, I was like, ah, I, you know, pause. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll be back. So it was like an hour or two. So this year, a day before Thanksgiving, I got a call at like 930 at night. So I ended up having to go into the office. I was there till oh, almost man. 11. Yeah. And I was like, Ugh. oh, man. Yeah. So, um, so excuse me, that was Tuesday night. So then it required me to come back in. Um, Wednesday, Wednesday morning yeah. and I was just going to work remote that day. So I ended up having to go in. I was in there for, I want to say till about noon okay. or so. Yeah. So I was just like, uh, so I feel like that's a tradition now. Yeah. Every year around Thanksgiving. Right. 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 So, um, see, so yeah, it just makes Thanksgiving hit that much harder though, yeah, right? <laughs> when you finally do get out. <laughs> but I was nervous too, because like it's right before a holiday. I didn't know if, you know, it could get taken care of, so we had to have a tech come out. Uh, but everything was fine. So, but yeah, so that was Thanksgiving. It's in the rear view. On to Christmas. Yep. Um, house is all decorated. Do you decorate for? Um, no, and that's not because of like a lack of Christmas cheer, Christmas spirit. I'm just lazy, if I'm being honest. Ah, and yeah. we have a very small place, and it just doesn't seem like worth it. I, I think we're gonna string up some lights, though. We'll oh, do that this year. There you go. Yeah, no, I go all out. Um, I'm just like a big ass kid, yeah. like for Christmas. No, I like the uh, I like the wreath on the front of the truck. I noticed that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You did say it. Yeah, everybody at work is always. They gave me a hard time last year about it, and it's got lights on there and everything. Oh, I didn't see that part. All yeah, right, it all right. comes on. So they're on a timer. So I think it comes on at like five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, that I'm Mr. Christmas around here. Like, if my wife had her way, she would not put up anything all like the wreaths, see the wreaths on the front of the house yeah. and all that stuff she 
she wouldn't do it. I mean, she actually did that, but before we got together, she was like, nah. nah. <laughs> so, yeah, I single-handedly got everyone in the Christmas spirit, which is cool, man. All right, yeah, yeah, maybe maybe I'll, I'll do it up this year just because yeah. I'm around you. Yeah, man, you got to. Hopefully it rubs off. Um, all right, so as everyone knows, the Thanksgiving game, um, Washington went to Dallas, and we, for lack of better terms, kicked their ass. Yeah. 41-16 was the total. Um, I guess I could just say it. I've listened to other podcasts. They've said it. I've been on Twitter. I've seen like the <laughs> memes and stuff, but the Washington football team has never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. Right? That is true. It's that corny, but it's funny, right? So fact. if this organization is saying, you know, we're starting like a new chapter, yep. hey, then I'm going to uh, cherry pick that <laughs> and use it to, to you know, um, tailor it to my argument. But yeah, we've never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. So that's fun. Um, it was a good win, man. Yeah, absolutely. It was just a good win. I feel like in a in a year that has had more than its fair share of L's, like this was a really good W to get, right? For sure. Um I guess my superstition is held true. Yeah. All right, picked us to lose. Yeah. Everybody like all my friends were texting, man, y'all gonna beat the shit out of Dallas. <laughs> da 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 da. I was like, mm, nah. Um, but then we did, so that was good. So I still may carry on with this yeah, tradition. Yeah, the streak, the streak yeah, continues. Superstitious, man. Um, so as far as the stat line, Alex Smith was 19 for 26 for 149 yards. He did have a touchdown and an interception. Mm-hmm. Just like the week before, the interception was kind of a mute point. It, it clearly had no bearing um, on the game. Uh, let's see, Antonio Gibson, he had 20 carries for 115 yards and three touchdowns. Not one, not two. he had three um i mean he just did what he wanted uh terry mclaurin seven receptions for 92 (laughs) yards was that was that your lebron james (laughs) (laughs) remember when he went to miami yeah no i remember it that sounded like a like the governator oh my god (laughs) (laughs) um yeah, no, so Terry McLaurin, seven receptions for 92 yards. So he's got 963 yards on the season, so he's closing in on 1,000. Yeah. Um, clearly, like last year, barring injury, you know, I see him getting to 1,000 relatively quickly, um, unlike last year, because I think he missed, what, the final two games or mm-hmm. something like that, and he had a hamstring. And I, I believe it was a hamstring issue, so he was out. So he was just shy of 1,000 there, yeah, too. No, I so. think yeah, I don't jinx it, but yeah, I think he'll get there. <laughs> Pretty easy this season. Yeah, man. Um, offensively, my play of the game um, was the annexation of Puerto Rico. <laughs> and yeah, man, that was fun to see. Yeah did you did you catch it when it happened or was yeah it, oh okay. oh yeah, yeah yeah no I so I in the back of my mind I was like is that the play <laughs> right like you know i didn't i didn't put it all together but i i, I definitely i it, i knew it looked familiar and i was like i was like that, that might be the annexation of puerto rico right um, so so i have a question like how do you feel about like the gadget plays and stuff like that just in general how do you feel about that mm, in general meaning just in the nfl or with our team it's just in the nfl so and the reason i asked that is because you know i like how many times have we heard people talk about coaches getting cute and doing stuff like oh, that? Right. right. Like how did you like feel Dallas about Dallas did on yeah. that fourth and forever yep, with the fake yep. punt? So stupid. Um so mixed bag, right? Mm-hmm. I I clearly am traditional in the sense of don't try to get cute, but I think situationally you can get away with it. Um I think the defense kind of dictates that, right? Mm-hmm. If you feel like you're catching them napping or cheating to one side or just, you know, like overcompensating for it in, in one area or the other, then I think that can set up um, something like that, like the annexation of Puerto Rico yeah. or that fake end around where Logan Thomas um, threw it down, yeah, you know, to, to McLaurin. So I'm, I guess, warming up to it. When I see other teams, well, okay, so I'll say this. When you do it and you convert, you look yeah. like a genius, yeah. right? But when you don't, like you saw the crap Dallas did on that fake punt. You look like a You chump, look right? stupid, yeah. right? And it's like you can't, there's no explaining that away. Yeah. And I get it clearly. They saw it in their mind differently 
but it just didn't it just was that was clearly the dumbest crap i think i've ever seen yeah um and that's rooting for an organization that does dumb crap like on the field <laughs> like we are experts yeah. in seeing dumb crap <laughs> yeah and i would say too like much respect to our special teams a for being aware yeah um and looking out for something like that but b i think again i i can't stress this enough i think that goes back to the regime change and the coaching staff mm-hmm. preparing Um, I feel like in years past that probably would have worked. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we would have been looking stupid. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. But overall, (sighs) gadget plays, trick plays, whatever, Uh, 50-50. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm not strongly for or against it one way or the other. Okay. How about you? So I I think most of the time I'm about where you're at too, like Um, Mm 50-50. I just want to A on the defensive side, right? I want to shout out. I think he's our special teams coordinator. His name's Nate Kazer. I think Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I pronounced that right. Sorry, Nate. Um, But he apparently had like caught on to this trend that um, that Dallas might attempt something like that. Yeah, and he let Rivera know about it. Mm -hmm. So, um, so yeah, like you were saying, preparation and the coaching staff. Like credit to the coaching staff for for watching the film and and actually figuring this stuff out. Mm -hmm. Um, That's not something I would have expected in past coaching staff. No, 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 no. And then, um, you know, for us actually, actually using them. So I, my take on this is is number one. I like the fact that we've continued to see Scott Turner just open up the playbook. Yeah, absolutely. Right? And this is just another way of doing that, right? right? Like he's he's been in his bag, especially like this past game. Like he's mm-hmm. just been doing a bunch of crazy stuff, and I like it. You know, that's what we were hoping for. And um, I also like it because the players are having fun with it too, right? Like they're enjoying running that sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. And anything that, you know, is getting the players like fired up and excited about what they're doing, I support. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like Alex Smith, I think he had a few quotes talking about where he's like, yeah, you know, it's it's just, it's fun. We're out there having fun, right? Right. So yeah, I, yeah, I think if you had asked me like a week or two ago, I'd been like, you know, I'm not, I'm not too sure about him, but yeah. you know, it's not for me, dog. 2020, yeah. Yeah. you know, having, having us uh, run some, you know, convert on a few of them right. and, and snuff out one by, by the Cowboys. Yeah. I'm, I'm for him. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Um, the interesting thing about the annexation of Puerto Rico, that play, or as others would call it, the Bumbarooski, um, <laughs> They asked Ron about that in the press conference, and I guess the story was his kid liked the the movie a yeah, lot. Yeah, his like daughter loves. The yeah, movie. so he said he had watched that movie over a hundred times. Um, I'm guilty of such charge as well. <laughs> I mean, that was like my favorite movie when it had first come out. Um, so I thought that that was pretty cool. Mm. And then they asked him like, how many times had that play been practiced? I think it was only like two or three times. That's crazy. Yeah, so that was pretty cool to actually yeah. do it. Um, I say the play worked because they were able to pick up a first down. Yeah. You know what I mean? I believe McKissick got six yards, but they got the first down. Um, so that or was some people saying like that was a failure because it didn't get in the end zone. End zone right. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. That's, that's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I think what Scott Turner is doing, and I believe we posed this question last week, right? Mm-hmm. On, on the podcast, like, are we past that point of saying his it's 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 Turner or you know was that more indicative on Dwayne Haskins play uh so I think we're starting to see now that it was more on Haskins clearly at this point right um I do like what they're doing and what they scheme up for Logan Thomas Mm -hmm. knowing and understanding like he's not going to beat you with speed as a tight end um he doesn't really get deep on routes, things like that. I mean, he, I, clearly he catches stuff across the middle. I feel like he gets to where he needs to be when he's supposed to be there. Yeah. But to use him in a quarterback sneak situation, you know, at, at times in a year, um, having him line up in the backfield, do again, doing the end arounds, knowing that he used to be a quarterback yeah. and throwing the ball, just mixing things up. A, it's going to keep a defense off balance. So if anything else, like you think, okay, our upcoming opponent, the Steelers, they have the game plan for that now, yeah. right? That doesn't mean we're going to do it, but that's just one other wrinkle that they then have to game plan for. Um, I like what they're doing with um, Gibson, clearly, 
um, way more involved. His snap count is way higher. Mm-hmm. Um, his pass pro seems to be a bit better. Um, yeah, they're trusting him more. Yeah. And I think he's he's continuing to develop kind of in the way that we were hoping he would, right? Like yeah, he's, absolutely. He's, his, like, his patience and his vision continues mm-hmm. to get better. Um, you know, he's waiting and he's finding those lanes. And when they open them up, I mean, his speed is it kills right so yeah. like all he needs is that like we were just waiting for him to put it all together and be able to 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 be patient enough to let those lanes develop and then hit him with his speed and he's been doing that mm-hmm. and i mean he had what all three of his touchdowns he was like pretty much untouched walking in the end zone yeah. right like yeah he was killing him right and and i think you even talked about this last week right and i so i heard it on the broadcast um during the cowboys uh washington game you see him get behind his blockers and get the, and, and be more patient. Mm-hmm. Right. And then, like you said, he sees that hole or that cutback lane open up and then he just explodes through it. Um, I think he's again, only going to get better. Um, I, I don't think I can stop singing his praises. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I feel like at some point they will evolve even more and get him truly involved in the passing game. I think he lined up in the slot a couple times. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you like to see that. So hopefully that translates into him catching the ball on the outside. Um, yeah, just just more ways to keep the defense on their toes, right? Yeah. Keep them guessing. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Peyton Barber, right? So clearly he, he, he doesn't play a whole lot. But I feel like when he comes in, if you watch when he – he just goes balls to the wall through that hole. Yeah. I mean, it's literally like he shot out of a cannon. <laughs> yeah. That's a good change of pace as well because right. you see Gibson uh, transforming into a patient back with a burst of speed and power. And then you have somebody like McKissick is to me in between both of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He can just punch through a hole or he can get um, behind his blockers and, and kind of feel for what's going on and then kind of break right or left. And he's such a threat in the passing game. Yeah, too. absolutely. But then it's like I said, when you see Peyton Barber come in, he's just like a straight-up bowling ball. He yeah. gets north and south quick. Um, so I like just the mix of all those things. I do hope um, – I know we only have, what, five games left, that there is some sort of other outside threat. Um so it opens things for Terry a little more than just maybe one or two like yeah. decent um, catch and runs. But that's the thing. I don't think we're going to see deep balls consistently because, A, Alex Smith, it's just not really his thing. Although he has, in my opinion, been stretching the field more this year than he has any year I remember ever yeah, watching him, whether he was with this organization or not. Um, so that's pretty cool. But um, – Somebody opposite Terry would be would be good, and I feel like all those receivers are serviceable, you know. But again, nobody nobody scares you. So, so I want to go back to Logan uh, Logan Thompson real quick, Thomas. So, or Logan Thomas, sorry. yeah, uh, Logan Thomas real quick. Um, I think that that his abilities might be a little underrated right now. Like, I really like the way that we've been getting in involved in all these different ways, right? Like you, mm-hmm. you touched on it too, just using him both in as, as a passer on some trick plays. I think he's had a few direct snaps as well, or that mm-hmm. he's been used in the rushing game. Right. Right. Um, and I think just the impact of having a pass catching tight end that's consistently available. Right. Um, which is something we've been missing for the past two years. No, yeah, I think has, has actually been huge. And, um, and you know, yeah, Neither of the Simses really had like big games this past week, but right. I think that's also like we didn't need them to, right? Like the run game was was cooking. We really didn't oh, yeah. do anything else. Right, absolutely. So I yeah, I, I agree. I don't think we have that like that true number two threat yet. Mm-hmm. But I I wouldn't write off the guys that we do have right now. No, no, I, no, I no think, absolutely. I think like we're getting to the point where they you know, it seems like um seems like Smith uh, trusts Sims, right? Like, he has a decent connection with Sims. Yeah. So I do think that there there might be something there that, that could help um, Terry get a bit more room to breathe within the offense. But um, honestly, Terry doesn't even seem like he needs that much room to breathe, man. Like, he's his route running is ridiculous, yeah. right? Like, he, he creates his own separation. He does that pretty well. Yeah, for sure. Um, Ocho Cinco is very complimentary of Terry McLaurin. Pretty much said he's a more polished version of mm-hmm. me, is what he was saying. Oh, wow. Um, 
And he, so it was interesting. So I think some people took what he said the wrong way at first mm-hmm. because he said, what scares you about Terry McLaurin? He said nothing. Right. And mm-hmm. so people took that the wrong way. But what he was saying is, is he the fastest guy, like fastest receiver in the league? No. Is he the biggest? No. no. Like you look at DK Metcalf, right? Yeah. Is he the best route runner? I guess that's up for debate. But his point was he's not elite or top tier in any one singular thing. Mm-hmm. But he said it's the little things that he does. Like I said, preparing, uh, route running, mm-hmm. knowing who's covering him, what type of moves, like you said, he creates his own separation. So what type of moves am I going to do? Um, he clearly understands the offense, but he understands the defense too, to know where to sit in a zone, where, you know, to come off your route, things like that. So I think, I think I can't say it any other way than, like I said, we're just blessed to have him. Yeah. I mean, I say that all the time. Um, but as far as the two Sims, Steve Sims and Cam Sims, I think they're, outstanding role players Mm -hmm. you know we hear that a lot in um basketball right role players but i think they're they're serviceable you know what i mean they they catch the ball when thrown to them you know um so but but they're role players right you know that that is what they are yeah none of them will be that true number two i mean they're definitely gonna have to address that in the draft which i don't think this class is that deep in wide receivers Mm -hmm. so you're gonna have to try to do it in free agency you know, I mean, so so we've also got Gandy Golden, right? Who's who's still he's hurt, um, but I do think that um, you know I'm excited to see what we have in him once he does get healthy, because um, I do think he's talented. Yeah, and and I think the other nice you know this is jumping ahead, but I think having invested so much draft capital in the defensive line and things like that, and and having that kind of pan out at this point, mm-hmm. I do think that we'll see. Um, our front office address more offensive needs in in future drafts. So I I agree, and I'm I'm looking forward to seeing who we do end up picking up. Yeah, for sure. Um, and and like you said, not looking too far ahead. We'll definitely get into the draft stuff, especially at the end of the year. Um, there's some key positions I feel like you can address free agency, and then some I don't think you're gonna have much luck, like left tackle being one of them. Yeah, you're gonna have to address that in the draft. So, um. Yeah, I think it's time that they really start looking at that offense. But like I said, so far the last couple of weeks they've been fun to watch for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I haven't really had that crazy doom and gloom gut <laughs> feeling that, okay, here comes the interception or yeah. here comes the fumble or whatever. Like It's been relaxing, I should yeah. say. Well, well, let's talk about that interception really quickly, right? So... Um, you know, it didn't have that big of an impact on the game in, in the grand scheme of things, but I think it was at a pivotal moment, right? It was, I think we were only up 2013, so it was a one-possession game at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, Alex Smith gets pressured. I think he gets hit, and he's looking for Terry, and um, he gets hit while he throws it, and uh, I think he misses the linebacker. Linebacker just jumps it, takes the ball. Right. And then Terry goes DK Metcalf on him, right? Oh, yeah, chases ass Chase down. him down. After still getting hit, like you saw, he got yeah, bumped. He, he stayed on he it. He got blocked by, um, what's his name, uh, Van Der Esch? Yes. He, like, he, yeah. I, he almost got blocked, I guess, right? Right, yeah. And he, he just, just went right past him. Yeah. yeah, he just stayed with it, made the tackle, and, and he saved us four points, right? They Our mm-hmm. defense ended up holding and right. and uh keeping them to just kicking a field goal so um yeah all, all that just to just to heap even more praise on terry oh, <laughs> you yeah. know and, and just to reiterate how how blessed we are to have a dude like that on our team yeah for sure that c on his chest is is definitely earned yeah. you know what i mean well deserved um yeah, I mean, like I said, you just can't say enough about it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's get into the defense a little bit before we put a bow on this recap and get into the Washington-Pittsburgh matchup. So defense gave up 247 yards total. Um, can't be mad at that. No. Uh, Montez Sweat, my second favorite play of the game, was his pick six. Yeah. Now, it was at the end of the game. It was over, but that was just adding insult to injury. It was, no, it was the perfect, like, bow <laughs> on top, right? Like, it was – and, and <laughs> I mean, you almost feel bad for Dalton, right? But, like, why would you try that when, when Sweat has, like, just those absurdly long arms and that kind of athleticism? Yeah. It was – you know, he was trying to make a play, and it just did not work out for Dalton. No. Um, 
<laughs> yeah, sweat is a beast. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's big and tall to begin with. And then the fact that he elevated, I mean, he got yeah, up. He got up there. And he just took it <laughs> and made a house call. So that was cool, man. Uh, we, defense did sack Dalton four times, so that was good. There was constant pressure, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, Forced the fumble. Yeah, that's right. I yeah, about that. I think it was on Zeke, right? And then like you just see Jonathan Allen's like yeah. massive paw, yeah. just like <laughs> grab the ball, right? Yeah, it seemed like everybody was getting in um, on that game and and, and having a good time. Um, they're they're playing loose, but they're playing aggressive. You know what yeah. I mean? Playing loose meaning you're not down by a bunch of points. You're not having to be out there every fourth play. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, they're having fun. They're enjoying what they're doing. So I think when you're in a situation like that, like you're going to perform better. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, I, I clearly experts could probably pick apart their defense and mm-hmm. what they could or should have done, or they did this wrong or blown assignment, this, that, and the third, whatever. But just from in layman's terms and just the Joe Blow sitting on the couch watching the game, they have been putting out solid performances week in and week out um and i mean we were we were kind of nervous about about this game right leading into it i mean yeah the the dallas offense was starting to click yeah they were clicking and i was surprised like dalton was finding his receivers Mm -hmm. zeke was starting to you know to do zeke like things again um i I was nervous because that that Dallas offense like their skill positions they're stacked right like they have a really really good (laughs) receiving core um zeke I don't know what he is this year, but in the past he's been an excellent running back, right? right. So, so I was definitely nervous, and um, and we managed to hold him. I, unfortunately, I think they had they had a few pretty major injuries. Like I, I think they lost one or two people on their line, right? Um, and you know you never want to see that, but um, but yeah, we shit defense played well, right? Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, they like I said, they they definitely got after after Dalton, mm-hmm. um, which. I think we kind of said right in in the game preview they're going to have to put constant pressure um, because if you do allow Dalton to sit back there he's going to find his receiver right yeah. and your DBs I don't care how good they are can only cover for so long mm-hmm. so um, yeah I mean it can't say enough about that front seven and and what they're doing so um, you just hope that it continues both sides of the ball right so yeah. like I said <clears throat> it hasn't been one side or the other letting the team down um i feel like they've both been playing relatively consistent so yeah they're both kind of pulling their weight yeah and i feel like that's all you can ask for um and like i said to segue into uh, us playing the steelers on monday night it's going to take that and then some i think to beat the steelers meaning you're gonna damn near have to play a flawless game agreed and that means on defense constant pressure ben roethlisberger i think he's got the quickest release in the league right now at roughly 2.5 seconds okay from what i saw last night when they were playing the ravens um they had flashed that stat you're going to have to pressure them and then you saw that um week in and week out right when the steelers were on tv and i was just able to watch when you get in ben's face Mm -hmm. and you can get him moving um, you have a shot, yeah. right? It's throwing off timing. It's not, uh, he's not mobile. No. He's, he's, he's His not arm's going not anywhere. as strong as he used to be. No, he's, he's, he's not going anywhere. <clears throat> so I feel like it's got to start there. Yeah. Right. You got to hope to turn the Steelers over. I say at least two times, mm-hmm. you have to win that turnover battle. Bottom line, meaning we can't, we have to play mistake free on offense. You cannot turn the ball over and yeah. they have a stingy secondary. Yeah, they do. So, we definitely have our work cut out for them, but I think it starts with the defense. Yeah, and and I think that's honestly that's what this whole season has been for us, right? It's mm-hmm. it starts with our defense. We knew that our offense was going to be figuring things out this season, and and they have been. They've they've been improving, but yeah, especially against like, I don't think we played a team this solid all season, right? Like the Steelers yeah. are just solid across the board. Um, mm-hmm. Offense, yeah. Um, Roethlisberger hasn't been spectacular. He still doesn't look like the Roethlisberger of old, but that's another really good young receiving core, right? Um, yeah. I'm not sure. You, I think you said James uh, James Conner will be playing in this game, and and yeah, I believe he should be back. And yeah, he's a he's a solid running back. That's a good offensive line. And then on 
you know, their defensive side, stingy secondary, really, really good defensive front. Mm-hmm. And their defensive coordinator schemes up a lot of interesting ways for that defensive front to get at the quarterback. They, right? Yeah, no, for sure. Um, I saw a little bit of that yesterday in the Ravens game. I don't know if you got a chance to watch it. I watched a little bit of it, um, but then I just I couldn't watch RG3 anymore. Um, <laughs> I just like, as a rule, I just can't really watch that dude play anymore. Yeah, I was I was definitely rooting for him, man. Um, watching him run, he just, he seems old. Yeah. Like running. He still has speed, you know, but um, I think he, so he had his longest run yesterday. I think it was 39 yards. That was dude. his longest run since... His I rookie year. S- I saw the run, and I saw him still, like, you know he has that kind of, like, goofy stride almost. Yeah, whereas, like, I pointed his legs that out are just like, yeah, it's like it's, it's like they're wobbly <laughs> as he's going. I saw that. It was just giving me flashbacks to, like, back when he was on our team. And I was like, dude, you're going to you're gonna die. Like, you're going to get hit and yeah. die. Please, like, just learn how to run properly and slide. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that I think that was, like, the last part of the game that I watched. And I was like, I, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, no, it was pretty interesting. But, no, so I, I, I was watching to see what their defense was doing. And, yeah, I mean, they, they get – pretty well i guess you'd call it exotic on how they bring a blitz mm-hmm. and, and and things of that nature so but if it's one thing anybody knows is that Steeler organization and mike uh tomlin he's gonna get his team ready to play right yeah so even after that game last night he said that you know he wasn't pleased like his team looked like a jv team <laughs> so if that means anything to anybody the way it means to me he's going to drill it into his uh team going forward for the rest of this week to get ready yeah right you know so um i don't know i don't know i don't know if any sort of fatigue will be a factor right they were supposed to play on thanksgiving then it got pushed to sunday then it got pushed to monday then it got pushed to wednesday yeah so it's a whole lot of let's get ready okay now we're not okay let's get ready now we're not um and then playing Wednesday last night, and then a, basically a quick turnaround because yeah. you're playing what Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, four four day well on that fifth day. So, you know, pretty much less than five days later, you're playing again. So, I don't know. I get it. Everybody says, "Oh, well, they're pros; they'll be ready." But there is something too, like fatigue, especially we're already late in the season. Oh, People absolutely. are beat up, banged up. And you think like we played Thanksgiving. And which feels like forever ago is yeah. just seven days ago. But do you think like by the time we go into playing Monday, was it 11, 11 days rest? Yeah. Really? So we're fresh. Although what does that mean? Because we came out of the bye week looking stupid, <laughs> at least in the beginning of the game, you know? So it's like, I don't know what to make of it. All I know is I'm picking Pittsburgh to win. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I've said it time and time again on this podcast and any other podcast that you can hear me on. Um, I won't pick us to win. I'll give you the keys to victory. I, I believe in my heart there's a shot. There's a chance. We can hang with this team, hang with them long enough, something, you know, the ball bounces your way type of thing, and mm-hmm. you come out of there with, with a victory. I don't believe the Steelers will go undefeated this year, so I'm like, this is the week. Go ahead and hold this us? L. Why not you us? Know? Yeah, why not us? You know, so go ahead and hold this L. <laughs> but um, – All right, so what are, yeah. what are those keys then? I know um, – I know the big one was uh, what, the running game. Trying to, we want to establish the run and actually get it going with them. Yeah, so you're definitely gonna have to establish the run. Um, first of all, um, no offensive turnovers. Mm-hmm. Got to limit penalties. You know, false starts, holds, things like that. Discipline football. Yeah, discipline football, sound football, um, and then that defense. Our defense is gonna have to find a way to turn them boys over. Yeah. So get in Roethlisberger's yeah. face, right? Make him feel the pressure. Mm-hmm. And then the final point that I say every single week um, is score more points than they do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Magic Johnson special. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. So is there is there anything that sticks out to you that if done, Washington can win? I feel like it's going to be the turnover battle. I feel like that's that's the really big one. Um, and, yeah, just getting – keeping Big Ben uncomfortable because they have a really good wide receiving core. I mean, they're, and they're, they're all phenomenal. They, dude, they're – and, like, the best part about it is that they're just out there having fun. They right? are. Like, not – they do not – care who's getting the ball as long as they're putting up yards, right? Like, they mm-hmm. just – actually, no, not even that they're, like – 
putting up yards at the receiving court. They just they just want to win the game, right? Right. They could care less about how they do it. They're out there blocking. They're yep. out there running routes just to get the other dude open, right? So I think we really need to kind of like we, – we need to like take the fun out of it for them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I feel like we need to cause that kind of dysfunction. And, and that starts by really just getting at Roethlisberger and not letting him get the ball out. Because like you were saying, he's getting the ball out quick to him, and he's l- relying on them to make the plays, and they can do that. Uh, so, yeah, we just need to prevent him from getting the ball out. Yeah, and, and so – the point you just made when I was talking about, so I think run game is crucial for us, right? Also, Alex Smith getting the ball out mm-hmm. quickly. Um, TJ Watt and them boys are going to be in his face. You look at, it seems like every team we play, Alex Smith or just our quarterback in general gets sacked often. Yeah. So he he's going to have to get the ball out fast this is one of those games, so I'm not all for like those screen passes and things like that, mm-hmm. but I can definitely see getting the ball in your playmaker's hands, right? So what does that mean? I could see Terry McLaurin come in screaming off the line, quick slant type mm-hmm. thing, get him the ball. You don't know what can happen. A defender um, falls down, mm-hmm. somebody over-pursues, and then it's open, and he's gone, or big play. Uh, same thing with McKissick and Gibson. Get the ball in their hand in space and let them get busy. Um, again, with running, you're clearly in a position at that point to start wearing down the defense. Mm-hmm. You can get them in a situation where they're going to stack the box and try to play the run, and then that's when you take your chance over the top. You know, so. But I feel like Alex Smith, you know, um, much like Ben Roethlisberger, he's going to have to get that ball out fast. Yeah. Because otherwise, it's going to be a long day at the office. So. You know, just to just to add on to that, yeah, um, you know, I think our offensive line has been finding like a bit of a groove these last few weeks. So they mm-hmm. move things around, right? So now um, we've got Morgan Moses playing left tackle, right? You've got Schweitzer playing. Um, he's at our left guard. Rulier at center. Sheriff at right guard, and then uh, Sharp is playing right tackle, I think. So we've yeah. we've been moving things around, and we've had like some success. It seems like we've got something going, especially with those interior linemen. Yeah. But I don't think this unit has been tested by anything like this Pittsburgh defensive front, right? So yeah. I'm really interested to see how they hold up. And I think, I guess, on the offensive side, that's kind of the key to victory right there is, is our offensive line being able to hold their own. And, yeah, both allow – Alex Smith, the time to get the ball out and, and, you know, the protection that he needs, but also, um, you know, the, the aggression and kind of that mauling mindset that they've been taking to teams like the Cowboys in order to help establish the run game. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so as, as far as offensive line, I, I read yesterday as far as like the injury report, um, Cornelius Lucas was back at practice. Okay. So, so that helps you, um, whether he ends up starting or if, you know, he provides depth, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I feel like we're going to need it. Uh, those guys in the trenches are going to get beat up all day, or yeah. excuse me, all night Monday. Um, they're definitely going to earn their paycheck, yeah. that's for sure. So that'll be actually an interesting matchup to watch um, just to see how that line really holds up, to see what adjustments they make if they're breaking through and getting to the quarterback. Are they going to move Sprinkle as mm-hmm. an extra guard, Logan Thomas, um, you know, have a back chip somebody so i think there'll be a lot of things to see i think coach ron rivera uncle ron has said it best like this game is going to show us where we really are yeah right yeah this is like the real the real like yardstick right right. so you know we lose to a giants team uh twice um beat up on dallas twice we beat philly Mm -hmm. um and then there's just kind of been a hodgepodge of everybody else that we've played, whether it was the Browns or the Ravens or the Bengals. Mm-hmm. It's like n- none of those teams are relatively like they're all something different. Yeah. You know, so um, and then again, none of them really good of Rams, um, are one of the better teams, you know. But again, I feel like the Rams themselves have made their season by beating the NFC East. Mm-hmm. Right. So um, <laughs> and and. It's not to make light of the teams that the Steelers have beaten, but if you go back and you just look at who they played, how they won, if 
Washington plays how they've been playing the last three weeks, there's no doubt in my mind they'll hang tough. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just it's just what it's going to be. So, either way, I'm excited. Yeah. I. So, I'm actually, I don't even know how to phrase it. Scared, right? I'm not scared because I'm not the one playing. But I get nervous. There yeah. you go. On Monday night, like Sunday night, Thursday, like these primetime games, right. we statistically don't do well. The last time we played the Steelers Monday night was in our house, and that was when Antonio Brown was twerking in the end zone. Oh. <laughs> it was so disrespectful, yeah. right? Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if you saw, I posted on our Instagram. It was him twerking, and it, it was like, you know, never forget. And, <laughs> and my thing is like, well, look at you now, Antonio Brown. Well, yeah. How's that, that going for you? Yeah, but I mean, I can see Juju trying to twerk or, or yeah. somebody or Claypool. All I'm saying is like, ain't gonna be no twerking. The way yeah. the way our front seven is 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 getting after, getting just they're just playing with just tenacity, man. Yeah. Just straight yeah. dogs. That there you see like the beginnings of this new culture. Yeah. That that, yeah. that this new coach oh, is yeah. at, this new regime is trying to bring in, and um, yeah, man, I. You know, I'm I'm excited to see us on primetime. It's it's been a while, and yeah, like you said, we historically hasn't always been the best thing for us. But no, but um, you know, I don't I don't think the league is expecting us to do that much in this game. I think we do yeah. have a chance to surprise some people. Yeah, I like you. Am not picking us to win, <laughs> but I do think that we will do better than a lot of people think we will do. And I do think that we can we can make this a competitive game and stay in this. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I'll I'll say this. If somehow we we win, right, um, I would not be shocked. Yeah. Right? And that's only because of the way they've been playing the last three to four weeks. Um, We've been trending up. You're, yeah, trending up. You're starting to see it. Um, I... I <laughs> I just feel like every year there's that one team that shocks somebody. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's this week. I'm starting to see the national guys, right? Um, it, just as far as the NFC East is concerned, they're starting to lean towards Washington, right? I personally like being underdogs. Yeah. You know, because when you have little to no expectation and then, you know, something happens and you mess around and you win, okay, cool. Yeah. That, that, that was awesome. Um, but once they start – you know, you seeing them pick Washington because you remember a couple of weeks ago it was just straight up the Giants. Yeah. Right. Start of the season it was it's always Dallas. It's always it's Dallas. <laughs> you know, um, and then Philly is always in the mix. Right? Yeah. And then the season started, and you, yeah, Philly kind of held that uh, top spot for I think two three weeks. Mm-hmm. I think by default, right, because they had that tie, which obviously gave them one less loss than yeah. than you know everybody else, but. If you just look at how the teams are playing, like overall, the Eagles to me look like some cheeks. Mm-hmm. Dallas is a, a dumpster fire. Yeah. Um, speaking of Dallas, real quick. Okay, so um, Adam and I have wrapped up our preview for the Steelers game. We both were picking the Steelers. We can see how our team wins. We told you how. If we win, we told you how it will happen. Um, so just real quick on Dallas, did you see what Jerry Jones said about um, Denver's quarterback situation? No, so, no, what did he say? So they had the practice squad guy. Uh, I, everybody forgive me, I can't remember the guy's first name. Mm-hmm. Hinton, I think, was his last name okay. or something like that. Practice squad, undrafted wide receiver, played uh, quarterback in high school. So he came in because all three or four of their quarterbacks were in COVID protocol. Yeah. Right? So they had no quarterback. Um and so they were they were asking Jerry Jones on the weekly radio show down in Dallas that he does, and he had mentioned something about Denver playing with, uh, you know, Hinton as their quarterback was like us playing with Ben DiNucci those couple of weeks. That yeah. He came. How disrespectful is that? Wow. <laughs> Man, so that whole organization—they're just—it's like the Titanic, man. Yeah, I mean, th- like that's—that's that's what you. I mean, we know this all too well from our own owner, right? Well, like, yeah. when you have the wrong guy at the head of the organization, um, and and it's just like it's like this rot that just kind of infests the rest of the organization, right? No matter what, you're always gonna have like this this stain that's just never gonna go away. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, wow. Wild disrespectful. Yeah, I was like, yo. Because I was like, I mean, I was looking at the the Broncos guy, and I was like, dude, he actually went out there 
and 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 competed in an NFL yeah. game. My head, like, my head is off to him, man. One of nine, but it, it, he completed a pass in in the National Football League. Yeah. To, which, so to to everyone out there who's like, oh yeah, I could go out there and I could make, you know, I could do a better yeah, job than this guy. No, Shut no, up. You no, you can't. can't. <laughs> you cannot. Listen, when we're all on the couch, the the whole armchair QB thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that's real, right? You'd be like, man, how come you didn't see this guy and this and this? Well, we're watching the televised yeah. view. We don't have the pressure in we our face. We don't have six, ten, three hundred pound no. monsters looking to knock our heads off. Right. right? No, 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 no. We don't have any of that. And then in the off season, when we all become magical uh, draft experts, <laughs> we're all GMs. Listen, if you're in that damn building and you're talking to the scouts, you know, the, the <clears throat> that are scouting college players. Then you talk to the scouts that are, scout, you know, the guys that handle the NFL free agents, mm-hmm. things like that. And you're getting all this information coming in. <clears throat> and then you're dealing with money and contract stuff yeah. and and reaching out to that player's representation to try to get this person. In. And you got all these moving parts. It's easy for us to sit here behind these cheap ass microphones and say, you know, oh, you should have signed this yeah, guy. Draft you should have did this. Yeah. yeah. You know, you got to trade back. You don't need this yeah. guy. You got to <laughs> trade back, pick up draft capital, and you got to do this, 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 and this. Uh, all that shit to me is like, it's easier said than done. Yeah. Right. It, it's much easier said than done. So, yeah, to your point, I mean, that kid went out there. I mean, hats off to him. He he stood tall. He, he did his thing. He one of nine, but so what? You know? Yeah. So, um, they 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 need to get it together in Denver. <laughs> like, how does yeah. all your quarterbacks? Well, so, yeah, they they really screwed that up. So I know a lot of teams have been doing something where, like, I think within that quarterback group, they're holding one person out who's who's taking part of those in those meetings, but in a separate place, space. right? Yeah, and, we um, us included. We actually just signed a guy. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Played with. Uh, Scott and Norv Turner in Minnesota. He's like, is it five the, years the ago. Other Montez is that his last name is Montez, something like that. I'm no, like, it's no, like Hinkley or something. I, I okay. can't remember his right. last name, so don't so don't kill me out there. But uh, but, but yeah, yeah, he's like, the quarantine quarterback, so he's yeah, just you, from home. You like, got to do it. Yeah. You, no, no, no. Like, I mean, you have as to. an NFL team, like <laughs> you know this. You, I mean, like look at how bad that was. They completed one pass. Yeah. Like that was abysmal to watch no absolutely yeah and some have argued right well and and i think it was mike Tarico last night asked roger goodell about that and said you know some some fans around the league and and some you know uh, organizations around the league were kind of confused at how you allowed the steelers ravens game to get pushed back pushed back pushed mm-hmm. back but then you had the broncos who had all their quarterbacks in the COVID protocol um and they ultimately had to just call up this practice squad guy who was an undrafted receiver. And I mean, Roger Goodell gave the answer that I, I anticipated him, him, him doing just pretty much in my opinion, making excuses. Um, I think because Steelers Ravens is a more lucrative game yeah. for them as far as ratings and, and, you know, obviously commercial ad space, things like that. So it was, it was a money thing. Uh, because to me, if you're going to do that for the Ravens and then continue to hold their hand and, you know, consult with their feelings about does, does this day work? Does this <laughs> yeah. time work? No? Okay, well, we'll move it back for you. Yeah. Like, all that is, is, is irritating. Having said all that, I think, like, I've heard a few national guys talk about a bubble situation for the playoffs well yeah especially for the playoffs but basically they were saying like at this point like everybody just needs to go into some sort of a bubble clearly that would be a logistical nightmare right now um but i believe roger goodell said something about not having um a centralized bubble Mm -hmm. but maybe for or and and i believe yeah i believe that's what he had said but maybe um having regional bubbles Um, which I could see, but it's to me hard because it's just like a one game thing. You're just in and you're out. So, right. I mean, I think like, I mean, I've been pretty outspoken about this just like off the podcast. Right. But just between the two of us, like, yeah, I, I think that absolutely needs to be what happens, especially like looking at the holiday season now, what, like, look at the Colts. I think Jonathan Taylor, um, got held out of the game because, um, I think his girlfriend traveled for Thanksgiving came back tested positive and then he was in close proximity something like that so mm-hmm. like 
Yeah, man. Um, I, like the numbers aren't getting any better. And, and I think it's at, now it's cold. People aren't going to be gathering outside as much, but nope, everybody's moving indoors. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. So, so yeah, if, if you're, if you know, you can't count on everyone individually to act smart, um, then yeah, I think, I think a bubble is what needs to happen, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they can definitely do that for the playoffs if they put their minds to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They can figure something out, but yeah, I just thought it was a debacle. Um, Full-on outbreak. What was it, like 23, 23 people? On the Ravens? Yeah. Yeah, and then a few on the Steelers. And I mean, I get it, right? Every single team has kind of been experiencing COVID. Knock on wood, we haven't been bit by that too much. I believe Matt Ioannidis had COVID, and I'm sure a few like other after, players. After, like, the pack injury and all that too, right? So yeah, it was just a couple weeks ago, yeah. I believe. So that's why they were out there, um, like, with masks on, practicing, things like that. But... Yeah, I don't know. Um, clearly, the NFL train is not going to be stopped by COVID. Like Goodell is hell bent on getting getting these games played, you know. So, but either way, um, that's a wrap on episode six. We thank you guys for listening. It's been fun. Like I said, Washington over Dallas, forty-one sixteen. Uh, we're undefeated against <laughs> Dallas. We have never lost to them. Washington football team has never lost to Dallas. Um, we're both not picking us to win against the Steelers, but I think we made some pretty good points as to how it could happen if it's going to happen. So until next time, be sure to find us on any podcast platform. Um, this is Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, what have you. Uh, social medias, we're on Instagram and Twitter at um, five wide podcast that's the number five wide podcast and be sure to like share and subscribe and we will see you next time